Welcome to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Uh, this week, then, we've had so many great calls. Half an hour ago, we were giving away $1,000 to Dennis uh, for a call of the week. Lisa had a great story. And uh, as we were listening to her, I thought that she's given us another idea about hiding as a grown-up. You know, when you've hidden, when it might be someone coming round, or even uh, when you're out and about, I'm a, I would say I'm a habitual hider. I often sometimes hide in supermarkets if there's someone I know. You know when you can't be bothered sometimes to make small yeah. talk? Yes, that, I ain't got the energy. That's about seven calories. I cannot burn off right now. I'm here in this very brightly lit supermarket. I'm just looking for the yogurt light, and I just want to get out of here. I don't want to go, how you doing? Yeah, I must all meet up and go out again. So Lisa was talking about she was living an expat lifestyle, living abroad, and had to host some fancy dinner. It was myself and husband, and we'd organised this big progressive dinner. And uh, we were on the main meal. I was very young, and I was just in tears because we had no clue on what to make. So anyway, it was about half an hour before, and my husband's saying, look, just give them baked beans. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. It's too embarrassing. I'll never live it down. So we ended up just turning out all the lights and hiding under the tables and pretending we weren't <laughs> I love stories about hiding, right, as a grown-up, because actually the thing here is grown-up. We're grown-ups. Yeah. Me hiding in the supermarket from someone I like is a ridiculous situation to be encountered with but I know I really hope I'm not alone that other people as a grown up you have hidden and it's not even someone you don't like or anything like that you're in any, any danger or peril it's actually just because you can't be bothered and a lot of our day to day lives are really reluctantly doing stuff or engaging in conversations that we don't really want to be part of hiding as a grown up Jack you've done this I know you're like me you've done it yeah, I hid from Bianca's friend came to drop something off and I was in the toilet and I thought, I'll just wait in here till she goes so Great I don't have place. to chat to her. I mean, that is a hiding place for a lot of men, isn't it? Is actually just going into the toilet when you don't really need to go just to get away from people. It's my kind of spa when I retreat to mine, just to get away just for a couple of minutes. I remember I used to have a lock on the toilet, right? And I would always lock it, even if I was just doing nothing, you know, just sitting down. Until one day I came home and my wife had... The lock had broken, right, during the day. And I'm sure my wife just dismantled that lock. It was working <laughs> can't fine. can't be trusted with it. Just so I wouldn't lock myself away and hide. So what happened? Obviously, you liked the friend, but you just couldn't be bothered to come out and you'd been doing business in the toilet. The problem is the toilet is on the kitchen. So they sat around in the kitchen for hours and I, the longer that she stayed there the and also great planning jack did his own renovation who has a <laughs> toilet that opens onto the kitchen those two should not be connected when we make that four million dollar call we're, you want a kitchen and hey don't worry you need to go to the dump while you're chopping onions walk through a door drop your cacks it's all good it is hard to have a dinner party and tell people that the toilet's just there it will be behind a thin layer of wood yes from whatever you've got going on an awkward on. silence between courses as someone's in there straining <laughs> So how long were you in there while a friend was around? I had to wait it out. I was yeah. in there at least an hour and a half. Women, women get the old <laughs> chat on. You could be in there days. Tunnelling out like Shawshank behind a poster, Raquel Wells. Well, I, actually, I actually did look at the window and think, uh, could I will it come to this? <laughs> the Christian O'Connell Show Podcast. All right, let's get straight into it. Good morning, Hayley. Hi. I have gone to the extreme. I dropped to the floor and crawled across the ground to hide from an ex-boyfriend who was walking past my cafe. 
<laughs> Drop and roll. Drop and yeah. roll. So, yes, Australia all of a sudden in your, in your cafe. <laughs> Did patrons at the cafe yes. see what you were doing? Luckily, it was more of a takeaway cafe in a shopping centre, so no one was, like, sitting down watching me. Even so, um, as I'm giving you my audience, you suddenly spy someone outside and drop and start crooning. I'm thinking, yeah. we're under attack. Everyone, get down! Hostiles! I luckily, I had my friend working with me, and she was signalling me to fall across the ground and where to go. So. Why are you at a lookout? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hayley, that's a great story. Uh, you have a lovely weekend. Thanks for calling. You too. Bye. Jake, good morning. Jake, we can hear the hazards. I know you pulled over nice and safe. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I that's didn't right. hear. <laughs> uh, so when I was an apprentice, um, the, I had a big night on the beers the night before, and then obviously I had to get up early and go to work. Well, I was absolutely buggered. <laughs> And, um, the boss, and the that boss is the said, Latin oh, term for a hangover, isn't it? Absolutely buggered. <laughs> yeah, so the boss said, oh, um, to start the day, you're up in the ceiling. So I said, oh, okay, yep, no worries. So I jumped in, up in the ceiling, put up hammer noises on my phone on YouTube and fell asleep. What a genius oh, what a idea. Hack. <laughs> Everybody listening right now, especially the men, what a great way to say, yeah, I saw that out this weekend. Uh, you know, and then just put sound effects from YouTube of hammering, soaring. You, you, the other half's going to go, good God, he's a one-man industry in there today. Slow down, darling. You know, this was seven. But they might hear an advert after an hour. The well, new dark yeah, night. That is what actually set me up. So uh, after an hour and a half later, when the phone actually did an ad, um, the boss come upstairs and was like, right, yep, started screaming at me. He goes, yep, no worries, that's you, done for the day. I said, yeah, okay, I understand, no worries. <laughs> Jake, very good call. I'll send you a pair of tickets. Village Cinemas, Gold Class, Double Pass. Love that. Beautiful, thank you. Uh, let's go to uh, Adam. Good morning, Adam. How are you, Christian? I'm good, Adam. How are you? you having a good week? Not too bad, mate. Look, I'm a bit of a family man, and uh, I love my wife dearly and my kids. And uh, that much, I've got five of them. Wow. And, and How my, old are they? Before you go any further, another one on the way. Yeah, why not? Round it up to uh, half a dozen. Um, five? With another yeah, one coming. Oldest, oldest one is 12 and a bit, and our youngest daughter is turning three next month, oh, and she's a terror. <laughs> yeah, we're going through the terrible twos and the threes now. Five kids oh, with yeah, one mate, on we, the way. We hit terrible twos at about 16 months. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you move around? Have you got, like, several sort of, sort of you know, SUVs? to even move uh, you around well, as a family. Well, well, my wife's got a Kia Carnival, and uh, with this baby that's coming next uh, within the next month, uh, that'll fill us up. No way, I love that. Within the next month? So like yeah, to... so when I get home from school, uh, from work, I usually uh, just hang out at the front door for a couple of seconds and, and listen intently, and if the wife's yelling at the kids, I'll quickly dart in, put my lunchbox on the kitchen bench and uh, all of a sudden I've got a pain in the belly that uh, takes me about 45 minutes to get rid of. Yeah, that's what that toilet's there for, though, us guys. It's like a teleportation oh, device. <laughs> to a happier place. Escape. Is it an escape pod? 
I've got the image of you like with a doctor's stethoscope at the door. You know, like someone's trying to crack a safe in a movie to really hear even the rumblings of an early argument. No, no. Oh, yeah, no. As soon as you hear the wife yelling at one of the kids, it's like, oh, no, I better go to the toilet when I walk in. Uh, Adam, Adam, I've done this. I remember once I was driving past my house and I saw my two teenage daughters and my wife getting out of the car having a full-on blazing row and I ducked down in the seat and just drove on by. <laughs> Hey, that, that's what we do. Yes. Anything to survive. <laughs> Don't need to get involved in that war. <laughs> Independent no, we'll here. Handle it. Is that your dad driving by? Really lowly. No, no. All right, Adam, I tell you what, we need you in our League of Dads, this support group I'm making for uh, Jackie Boys, seven days away from baby number one, little junior. Do you fancy coming in our League of Dads? Mate, love to. And I've got a got a perfect dad joke for Jack while we're at it. It's clean, so oh. we can do it. Now, there's a lot of people when they say it's clean. There's radio it's clean, and then there's actually keeping the job clean. Is it clean, oh, clean? No, this is, this is clean, clean. It's just funny. <laughs> What's the first thing a baby does when it's born? Yeah. Makes room for the next one. When's the punchline coming? <laughs> Wait, we just had it. Whoa-wee, welcome the to the Dad, dad Club. This is the kind of dad joke we need in the League of Dads. Adam, He's you're him. in. You're in. Uh, thanks, guys. On one condition, it. we must have no more dad jokes. <laughs> no, no more oh, humour. Seriously. Oh, well, what was the humour? <laughs> this is the Christian O'Connell Show podcast.